BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean exactly that. Free. Switch to Pure Talk today and get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. Qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, and 15 gigs of data and a mobile hotspot. Just go to puretalk.com slash jesse and claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone. Again, go to puretalk.com slash jesse to switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk. I know you're paying attention to global events. Wars bubbling up everywhere. Countries are buying and hoarding mass amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our heads in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. Your holster is way more important than you think it is. It's just way more important than you think it is. What, look, and I get that. The holster's not the sexy part of carrying firearms, right? You want to talk about your weapon and your ammunition. You, you want to talk about your safety training. You want to talk about how you did at the range. Oh, look at my groups. I was doing these failure drills today. And all that stuff's really important. I mean, really, really important. I'm not discounting that. But I've known so many people who do all those things. They take all the necessary steps. And then they carry with a holster they bought from a big box hunting store that was made a thousand at a time. Please, don't put your life in one of those holsters. You need to trust Northwest Retention Systems because it's all custom-made gear. It's the only thing I carry around. NWRetention.com. That's NWRetention.com. Use the promo code JESSE. Get you 10% off. I have some more thoughts on, like, lockdowns. You know, these lockdown coronavirus things. Maybe you've heard of them. I'm upset about them still. Also, we have some Supreme Court updates for you. Play you some highlights from that. And finally, I give you some advice on what to do if a cougar is after you. All that's coming up right now on I'm Right.
I promise I'm going to get to the newest Biden gaffes. I'm going to get to the Supreme Court stuff. I'm going to play you highlights from today. It's going to be awesome. We're going to have a blast. I just have to get something off my chest quickly. All right, this is how I vent. I saw an article, and the article laid out $2 trillion in loss from the coronavirus lockdowns. And I just, I'm not going to go off again. I know you've heard it before. I just want to, I just want you to remember this. Doctors, obviously, yes, scumbag politicians too, but doctors, accomplished men with Ivy League degrees, they were the ones out there telling you, do this, don't do that. They're still out there doing it. I know you see it. I'm not even going to bother naming names anymore. Make sure you do this. Lock down here. Well, we may have to lock down again. Well, let's lock down till next year. Maybe till there's a vaccine. Maybe let's never open up again. Let's just hide forever. I'm a doctor. Trust me, I'm a doctor. Are you a doctor? Trust my medical advice. I need you to hear me out here. You know the Panama Canal? It, cha- it sounds like I'm changing the subject. I'm not. You know the Panama Canal? You know the French tried to build the Panama Canal first back in the 1880s? Do you know that when they were building that Panama Canal, they had 22,000 French workers die from malaria and yellow fever? And do you want to know why they died? Do you want to know what happened if you got sick or injured? It wasn't that the French didn't care about you. They were a modern country. They cared. They would, of course, bring you into their hospital as a sick or injured worker, and they would lay you down on a hospital bed. And then, I mean, they want you to have fresh air, right? The doctors would go open up the windows. No screens, just open up the windows. Let's get you some fresh air. And of course, you can't just be looking at ugly walls, so they would bring potted plants in next to the patients to make sure those patients were resting well. Of course, they had to water the potted plants, creating little pools of water. And then just to make sure that you were well taken care of, they didn't want the ants to bite you. You know the beds have posts? They would take each and every bed post and set it in a cup of water to make sure those ants couldn't get you. Doctors did that. I am not going to go off on an anti-doctor rant. I am going to go off on you and I from now until the day we die. Let us remember, whenever somebody is presented to you as some particular expert in some field, and here's their list of qualifications, and don't you dare use your common sense to question them, Are you a doctor? Are you a lawyer? Are you a this? Are you a that? There are absolute morons in every single field. In fact, most of every field is packed full of morons. So the next time a group of experts tell you to do something you know to be wrong, you tell them to screw off. All right, told you. Look at that. It's like three minutes. I just had to get it off my chest. Now, on to the festivities of today. I correctly predicted something when it comes to these Amy Coney Barrett hearings. A while ago, you remember I did this like a month ago, I told you it would be bad, she would be asked stupid questions, but it wouldn't be anywhere near what Brett Kavanaugh went through. It's just, it wouldn't be anywhere near it. And I told you why too. I told you it's because these leftists, especially the politicians, maybe not the leftist base, but these leftist politicians, these senators, deep down, They know how bad that made them look. They know the absolute rage that created in Republicans. I know those Brett Kavanaugh hearings, they radicalized more Republicans into being more like me than anything else I've ever seen. It really revealed the true disgusting nature of the left and what they'll do to you. 
And what I said was, when it comes to ACB, they're going to hit her on a couple things. You know, probably anti-gay. Oh, she's a mom, a Catholic. Oh, that's kind of weird, right? You're going to get this standard stuff. But their hearts really aren't going to be in it. They know they screwed up before. They know there's a presidential election coming. And Kamala Harris is sitting there. Kamala Harris has to ask those questions, too. And she has to do the kind of things that, well, it's a balancing act. She has to show her left base that she's out there fighting on their behalf. I'm trying to stop her. But she has to do it in a way that middle America doesn't look and think, wow, they're not once again accusing somebody innocent of gang rape like they did in Brett Kavanaugh's case. So she's going to try to dance that line. And one of the lines they've been really dancing with ACB is this idiotic Obamacare line. Obamacare's finished. If she gets elected, Obamacare's finished. Obamacare's basically been gutted anyway. However, Kamala's going for it, and it was kind of painful to watch. President Trump and congressional Republicans repeatedly tried to get rid of the Affordable Care Act. But remember, people from all walks of life spoke out and demanded Republicans stop trying to take away the American people's health care. Republicans finally realized that the Affordable Care Act is too popular to repeal in Congress. So now they are trying to bypass the will of the voters and have the Supreme Court do their dirty work. That's why President Trump promised to only nominate judges who will get rid of the Affordable Care Act. By the way, I'm not a sound expert by any stretch of the imagination. We have technical people here. That's why everything looks good. Um, However, there is such a thing as, you know, acoustics and such. You're a United States senator and potentially the next vice president of the United States of America. From now on, do your TV interviews in something other than a soda can. That sounded awful. That's one. Two, you see what I mean about her heart not really being in it? Uh, 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 the, the, she's gonna, uh, the people love Obamacare. She's, she, that's what she's going for. It's totally half-hearted. All this stuff is just going through the motions. Wait till I get to the actual questions from these senators today. They're so pompous and absurd, but they're not what it was with Kavanaugh. It's not the character assassination stuff. And granted, you have some wingnuts like Ilhan Omar. Ilhan Omar, of course, came out and had this to say. Quote, let's be clear about this. If a Muslim woman was nominated to SCOTUS, you would see Republicans lose their mind about her religious background. Sharia law would be trending right now. Miss me with the pearl clutching and all this righteous talk about religious freedom. Oh, yes. United States of America. Pretty, pretty intolerant nation we are. Or not. Now, Joe Biden. We're not going to forget about Joe Biden just because a couple senators are making idiots of themselves during a SCOTUS hearing. Joe Biden. All right, I have to say this. As you know, I think Donald Trump's going to win election. I don't know that for a fact. I know you think I'm all-knowing. I know you think I'm an oracle. I get that. You're only human. But I don't know. This is one of his crazy years. In general, I look at it like this. One, presidents get reelected. They just do. Barring a third-party candidate or some unmitigated disaster like Jimmy Carter, presidents get reelected. That's one. Two, Donald Trump... Obviously, I've had some big problems with him, but overall, it's very difficult to look at his four years as president and count it as anything but a success, right? We've got peace deals all over the place, market deregulation, stock market's high. It, it, 
it's a good presidency by any measure, left or right. I mean, even there are Democrats who would admit it. That's, that's a good presidency. He's done fine. So you have sitting presidents get reelected. Donald Trump has done a good job. And lastly, Joe Biden is awful. I think it gets lost sometimes, mainly because the media is trying to cover it up. Joe Biden is a terrible candidate and always has been. Joe Biden's never been a primetime player in politics. Joe Biden's a nobody, was a nobody forever. He was a jerkwater senator from Delaware for 30 years. You never knew his name. You love politics, and you've never heard the name Joe Biden until Barack Obama scraped him up and made him VP. And what does that actually mean, being VP? With all due respect to our current one, what do you do? Nothing. It's the greatest job in politics if you're vice president. You have no responsibilities whatsoever. You fly across the world, armed security, luxury travel. Occasionally you have to get up and give some speech to Ma and Pa somewhere. The vice president doesn't actually do anything. Oh, and by the way, if you want to be president, that's a great way to start. So that's all he's done. And people forgot he sucks. And now, I mean, that was when his brain was functional. Now his brain is going down the toilet. And the guy just, I mean... Look at this. Yes. Uh, Gallup reported last week 56% of Americans said that they were better off today than they were four years ago, would have been under the Obama-Biden administration. So why should people who feel that they are better off today under the Trump administration vote for you? Well, if they think that, they probably shouldn't. They think 54% of American people were better off economically today than they were in our administration. Well, their memory is not very good, quite frankly. And in addition to that, we have a president who doesn't share the values of most Americans. That's not good. If you're considering running for, for office one day, just let this, let this be known. When you are told, uh, excuse me, Mr. Candidate, more than half the people out there, they think life's pretty good. Should they vote for you? And you answer, well, one, they're morons, and two, no, they shouldn't. That's, that's not good. And, and again, with the gaffes, I, this, is, this is Joe Biden. I have to admit, it made me snicker. This is Joe Biden trying to talk about Mitt Romney. If you may remember, I got in trouble when we were running against the senator who was a Mormon, the governor, okay? And I took him on. You know, we have to come together. That's why I'm running. I'm running as a proud Democrat for the Senate. <laughs> the senator, the, 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 the Mormon, the, 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 guy, the governor, too. <laughs> Gosh. So that's why. That's why I think Trump's going to win. Sitting presidents get reelected. Trump's done pretty good. The Democrat candidate is an idiot. I don't have a better way to put it. The guy's a moron. He's not going to be president. All that may have made you uncomfortable. Probably did, but I'm right. Now, $2 trillion, $3 trillion, $4 trillion, those numbers are so big, the human mind can't comprehend them. They actually say that's a gigantic danger in the debts and deficits we have right now. As the numbers are so big, the minds aren't big enough to comprehend them. I mean, mine is, but other normal people like you, they can't comprehend these numbers. Just know that it's a lot. And you can't print money like that without breaking your financial system. You don't have to freak out. You do have to have a gold IRA from Gold Alliance, though. Again, I'm not telling you to go out and fill up your house with gold bars. 
Just go get a gold IRA from Gold Alliance. They make it completely easy so you can make sure you have a little safety net if, well, you know. Go to goldalliance.com slash jesse. That's goldalliance.com slash jesse. We'll be back. SCOTUS hearing. I know you saw it today, and you know what? Let's all be honest about it. I was honest with you yesterday. You know, that's what I give you. It's kind of boring. Isn't it kind of boring? You see, this is what happens. You remember the Kavanaugh thing? We already talked about it on the show. And the anarchy and the accusations. And just it was nasty. And there were TV things and protesters and screaming at senators. It was a nightmare. I actually went back to Washington, D.C. to check out one of the big anti-Kavanaugh protests. And full disclosure... I went back just to make fun of leftists, and there's a hilarious video about this. You can see, let me see, if you, if you YouTube Jesse Kelly Kavanaugh, it should come up. We went back just to do like a funny video, just kind of poke fun at him. And I know you think that I don't have a heart or a soul, and obviously you're correct there. But even I, when I went back to the Brett Kavanaugh protest, I had a moment walking through that crowd of these people shrieking and crying and stuff, and I thought... These people are legitimately mentally ill. I mean, there are some mentally ill people in this country. And I, I found myself, instead of making fun of them, as I want to do, I found myself feeling sorry for them. They had one girl. She was sitting up on the Supreme Court steps with pants and nothing on her top, completely naked from the top, only she had a hat and she had stuff like spray painted all over her body. And I remember looking and thinking, man, she has a dad or something somewhere, right? Somebody should get her. That's how crazy it was with Kavanaugh. And with ACB, with all this stuff today, I'm going to show you a couple highlights in a minute. It's kind of boring. This happens every time. It's going to happen after Trump, too. I know you've probably had moments where you thought, man, I just wish he was a little more this, a little more that, a little more presidential, a little more calm, a little more whatever. Trump's going to be gone one day, whether it be a few weeks or a few years. And you're going to say to yourself, I miss him. I'm a little bored now. Politics seems a little more boring. And I can't believe I'm saying this. I'm watching these ACB hearings. No one seems into it. They're all bored. And I'm bored. Look, this two days in a row. We have somebody who's about to sit on the Supreme Court. Two days in a row. Didn't even leave my show with it. It's just not not that interesting. But look, the lady is hard to hit. I mean, she's very hard to hit. Who's more America than Amy Coney Barrett? She is a mom of like 90. I'm kidding. She's a mom of seven. Apparently very a successful career woman has rocketed up through the ranks. Went to Notre Dame. That even makes her more relatable. Not that I could ever get into Notre Dame. I know you're going to find that very shocking. But Notre Dame is so much more relatable than I went to Harvard Law. I know they're both probably equal when it comes to schools, but people here in Notre Dame, and they think, oh, nice, but my favorite running back went to Notre Dame. She's nice. She looks good. And I know, don't roll your eyes at that. Look, it's a television world, people. She looks good. Nice, pretty mother of seven, accomplished woman. She's hard to hit. And another part of it is, as I said at the beginning, we got an election coming, and they just don't seem that into it. I mean, they're not sending their best. She sounds good, sharp as a whip. Here she is answering Diane Feinstein. 
So let me try again. Do you agree with Justice Scalia's view that Roe was wrongly decided? <clears throat> Senator, I completely understand why you are asking the question, but again, I can't pre-commit or say, yes, I'm going in with some agenda, because I'm not. I don't have any agenda. I have no agenda to try to overrule Casey. Um, I have an agenda to stick to the rule of law and decide cases as they come. Well, first of all, that's a lie. I, that's with all due respect to ACB, and I want her to say exactly what she's saying. But I guess we should probably have a frank talk here as long as we're being honest. I understand why they all have to say this, but we all know there are leftist judges and there are judges on the right. Everybody knows who they are. Everybody can list their names. And I actually find it kind of amusing. I find it, it, it looks to be like a childlike game that we all have to pretend of, I just want somebody to interpret the rule of law. Oh, shut up. No, you don't. You want somebody who's going to smash the other side, shoot down everything they want, and pass through everything you want. I certainly do. I don't hide that fact. I want Amy Coney Barrett to tell all the little white lies she has to tell to get on the Supreme Court, and then I want her to walk into the Supreme Court, and I want her to take a battle axe to liberalism for the next 30 years of her life. That's what I want. And the leftists do this too. They all did it with those nut jobs Obama was appointing. Well, I just want to, I just want to properly interpret the Constitution. I'm certainly not on the left or the right. Oh, yes, you are. But I understand I'm a little different. These are lies people, they want to tell themselves. These are lies people need to hear. People love hearing that stuff. Amy Coney Barrett, for, by all accounts, is extremely pro-life. And Amy Coney Barrett, if given the opportunity, probably going to vote very pro-life when it comes to the Supreme Court. But she has to say that stuff. That was not an indictment on her. I was not trying to insult her. I'm just saying, I get the game. I just want to properly interpret things. Oh, we know where you stand. We know where you stand. Here's Lindsey Graham. I want to give you my side of the story about Obamacare. Now, this is Lindsey Graham, the senator from South Carolina, talking. This is not a question directed at you. From my point of view, Obamacare has been a disaster for the state of South Carolina. All of you over there want to impose Obamacare on South Carolina. We don't want it. We want something better. We want something different. You know what we want in South Carolina? South Carolina care, not Obamacare. I know you're going to find this shocking. I know you're going to find it shocking. All right, sit down. Are you ready for this? You ready? Make sure you're seated. Lindsey Graham is up for re-election here in a couple weeks. So, maybe he used this TV time, as I told you they all would, just to campaign on your dime. And maybe, just maybe, I'm a little too cynical at this point in time, but when I hear Lindsey Graham speak about these things, I can't help but think about James Comey, John Brennan, Clapper, Strzok, all of them. Sitting there free as a bird, not a care in the world after all that TV time with Lindsey Graham doing this. Here's ACB responding to Graham. Say that you're a female Scalia, what would you say? I would say that Justice Scalia was obviously a mentor. And as I said um, in the, when I accepted the president's nomination, that his philosophy is mine too. 
You know, he was a very eloquent um, defender of originalism, and that was also true of textualism, which is the way that I approach statutes in their interpretation. And similarly to what I just said about originalism, for textualism, the judge approaches the text as it was written with the meaning it had at the time and doesn't infuse her own meaning into it. But I want to be careful to say that if I'm confirmed, you would not be getting Justice Scalia, you would be getting Justice Barrett. And that's so because originalists don't always agree, and neither do textualists. Justices Scalia and Thomas disagreed often enough that my friend Judge Amul Thapar teaches a class called Scalia versus Thomas. You know, it's not a mechanical exercise. That was a lot of big words, but sounds like she's going to do just fine, right? I mean, I don't have a law degree. They actually didn't offer law degrees at my community college, but I get by. Now, I'm going to say something. Undoubtedly, it's going to get me in trouble. I don't care. And luckily, I work for the first, and they really don't care at all. We need to talk about age limits for Congress. And no, for once, I'm not just blasting away at the other side. I shouldn't say for once. I blast Republicans all the time. Coming up here is Senator Chuck Grassley. I'm not a Grassley fan. I'm not a Grassley enemy. You know I have several senators I despise. I have very few I like a lot. I'm, I'm wishy-washy on Grassley, whatever. But you saw Dianne Feinstein earlier. We now have Grassley here. These people are in their upper 80s. We are a country of over 300 million people. You mean to tell me we have to be governed by these ancient people? Now, I don't want to be governed by kids either. I'm very much an elitist when it comes to standards. I think you should be like 40 to vote. So I'm not saying that. But there comes a point, why can't we put an age limit on these freaking people? Do we honestly have to look at the television set and see that old guy from Indiana Jones in the last crusade after he drank from the wrong cup every single time? I, here's Chuck Grassley. So I want to ask you, have you made any promises or guarantees to anyone about how you might rule on a case or issue uh, that might come before you if you're confirmed to the Supreme Court? I want to be very, very clear about this, Senator Grassley. The answer is no, and I submitted a questionnaire to this committee in which I said no. No one ever talked about any case with me. No one on the executive branch side of it. And that's one reason, you know, one reason you ask that question, I think, as a committee, is that you don't, you want to know that no nominee has made any pre-commitments. And so just as I didn't make any pre-commitments and was not asked to make any commitments on the executive branch side, I can't make any pre-commitments to this body either. It would be inconsistent with judicial independence. Okay. All sounds like it's going fine. Look, I'm just bringing you the highlights. It sounds like she's doing fine. Sounds like we're rolling along and Democrats are making idiots of themselves. I, did, I was interested, though, by this answer on how she interprets the Constitution. I interpret the Constitution as a law, that I interpret its text as text, and I understand it to have the meaning that it had at the time people ratified it. Okay. So that meaning doesn't change over time, and it's not up to me to update it or infuse my own policy views into it. Perfect. I think she's going to be fine. Look, she's about to be on the Supreme Court anyway. This is all going well. Again, take heart. I know we have an election coming up. I do. But remember this. No matter what, we're about to have a 6-3 majority on the Supreme Court. Life ain't bad.
Now, crime often, pretty much always, it outpaces law enforcement at first. If there's a newer crime that pops up, understandably, law enforcement can't foresee all the new crimes that'll pop up. And every now and then you have these periods in history where there's a crime that's just law enforcement does not have a handle on. With all due respect to the boys in blue, they don't have a handle on home title lock yet. On home title theft yet, I'm sorry. They don't. They just don't know. Home title lock is the only one that can help you. I, I, I'm sorry to put it to you that way, but home title theft is just too difficult. These hackers, they hack into the cloud where your home title is. They forge your signature on it. They take a loan out against it. They take off. By the time law enforcement gets involved with that, you've already been taken to the cleaners. The only way is home title lock. Home title lock makes sure they stop it immediately when they detect tampering. They're your one defense on it. So go to HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com. Use the code RADIO. Get 30 days for free. We'll be back. Joining me now, our favorite doctor, former congressman. She's with Independent Women's Forum. The lady basically does everything, gives us some wisdom on the show. Nan Aworth. Nan, um, I didn't think Democrats would have their hearts in this whole ACB thing. I thought they'd roll out the same, you know, anti-Catholic stuff. Well, I can't believe she's a working mom stuff. But they don't seem to be into it. And that's what I'm seeing so far. You? Uh, well, I agree, Jesse. I think... They are, they know that there's no way they can uh, delay this confirmation. Uh, there's no way, there, there's not enough grit they can, I mean, they could try throwing some procedural grit in the wheels, we know that, but she's going to be confirmed. Uh, Amy Coney Barrett, I credit your, the rationale for your observation to Amy Coney Barrett's extraordinarily fine qualities. You know, she's, she is someone who is simply impossible to assail on any basis, certainly in terms of her character, her objectivity, which she has demonstrated as a jurist. Uh, she is admirable in every conceivable way. And credit to President Trump and his team uh, for having nominated her. But I do think that they are, they are taking a political opportunity uh, and I think, you know, they, they stand a chance of, of making some points, and that's why the committee Republicans have to uh, engage on that same battlefield to the extent that they can, and they have. Uh, the Democrats are making this uh, one gigantic campaign stop, basically, for the Democrat platform, particularly concerning fear-mongering on Obamacare. Uh, to the extent that they can make an impact, that they can get some political gain from this, uh, that's clearly what they're trying to do. That and, of course, Roe v. Wade, obviously. Uh, so so they're definitely, uh, they, they've got all their talking points, but we saw them yesterday with their posters uh, on Monday. Uh, you know, that's, that's their tack. They know they can't win this, uh, but they're going to get as, as much messaging out of it as they can. Nan, do you think, I mean, look, you've walked the halls of Congress. I am never going to walk the halls of Congress as far as being a member there. Maybe I'll visit and vandalize or something. No, I'm kidding. But Nan, you were there. 
Do you think they have enough self-awareness, at least the politicians, to know, man, that Kavanaugh stuff really did make us look bad. We should probably dial that down from a 10 to a 5 this next time. Do you think they know? I am not sure they do, Jesse, honestly, uh, because their behavior, uh, even though they can't, I think the only difference is really, Jesse, that their target is different. You know, Amy Coney Barrett simply isn't vulnerable in that way. I think if they could uh, find uh, someone else to set up the way they did uh, Christine Blasey Ford, uh, who was lying, uh, and find a Michael Avenatti to uh, scare up others, uh, they'd probably try it. I wouldn't put it past them. I think it's just that Amy Coney Barrett, again, you know, credit President Trump. Sort of like they've given, they've given the Democrats a target that they can't shoot. Nan, obviously, you're a doctor. My eyes and ears tell me Democrats think health care is a winner for them. Overall, they think health care is a winner for them and a loser for Republicans. In all honesty, is it? And if it's, if so, why? How have we fallen short on this? You know, I was, of course, I've been watching the hearings and especially the intros uh, on Monday. The Democrats had, as they always do, Jesse, they always do. They always have their stories. They are always anecdotal. They will take one person who has a moving story, uh, somebody whom all of us would want to help and would want to see do well, and they hold that individual up uh, for us to pursue the logical fallacy <laughs> of which they will not disabuse us, of generalizing from the exception, from the you know from the limited cases, uh, and the American public ca is capable of doing that quite well, <laughs> unfortunately. Uh, the Republicans, on the other hand, as we know, had no photographs, they had no posters. Uh, I think they they could have and should have of all the you know we know 30 million people lost their doctors, lost the coverage they liked have been stuck with uh, enormously expensive premiums and high deductible plans that they didn't want, covering benefits that they don't need. Uh, the Republicans were talking about it. You know, they, they respect the American people's intelligence more, I think. You know, they, they figure if we use reasoning, you know, and we give facts and we re recognize that this hearing is about the Constitution, not about the Affordable Care Act, not about Democrat politics, blah, blah, blah. But to the extent that people are listening, I think it's the Republicans' opportunity to play the same game and say, you know, here's here's my constituent, Shirley Jones. Uh, Shirley had a great insurance policy, you know, the whole thing. And, you know, she, she lost the doctor she loved. She couldn't get the medication that worked best for her. Why? Because of Obamacare. And Shirley and 30 million other Americans have been thrown off their insurance uh, because of what Obamacare did. And that is shameful. But they didn't do that. And I, and I do credit the Democrats for that storytelling to the extent that people aren't thinking and don't know the facts. And unfortunately, there are a lot of folks out there who don't do either of those things, but can still vote. You know, it might succeed is, for them. Is there, a, is there a line you can draw? Because I agree with you completely between having enough respect for the voters, not talking down to them. I mean, I, I, as you know, I'm a soulless monster. So I see the pictures of families up there and I immediately, my eyes just start rolling around in my head. Like that is the most put on lame crap I've ever seen in my life. But I also understand there's a line between that and just assuming, well, all the voters know what I'm talking about. Clearly they're educated on the issue. We should tell some stories, right? 
Yes. Yes, Jesse, we should. And I'd love to see President Trump do that. And he, you know what, Jesse? President Trump and his team and the RNC folks who were involved put together a Republican National Convention that was incredible. I mean, I think it was uh, it was a tour de force of great storytelling, of great stagecraft. They had, I mean, it was it was it was. I couldn't, frankly, I couldn't uh, watch any of those sessions without uh, without tearing up. They they were wonderful. So they need to, you know, I'd love to see it at these rallies. I'd love to see it everywhere that, that they're getting attention. They need to bring all those stories continually to the fore because they're very meaningful. And it's true. Uh, you know, I, we, we vote with our minds and we vote with our hearts. Uh, and I think Democrats tend to be more sentimentalist, if you will. You know, they don't want an originalist or a textualist on the court. They want a sentimentalist who will legislate from the bench because they can't possibly leave things that need fixing to these callous legislators from the Republican side. Uh, so we need to bring back those stories because they did a super job at that convention. Is that why women vote Democrat and, de and men vote Republican? Obviously with clear exceptions, but in general, the numbers are what they are. We've all seen the yeah. maps. Women vote yeah. Democrat, men vote Republican. Is that the divide? Is it an abortion thing? Is it some other issue I'm missing? I'm, I'm genuinely fascinated no, by that dynamic. Yeah, it, it's, a, it's a great question, Jesse. I hang out with women who don't vote that way. So I'm... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you might be the wrong one to ask. I tend to eschew the company of women who don't feel that way. Uh, but, uh, no, I think I think for a lot of women who ally with the Democratic Party, at least among so-called suburban women, that uh, you know that uh, much coveted demographic, or certainly much mentioned, I, I think a whole lot of it does revolve around uh, around uh, abortion and abortion policy. But I also think too that they do. Uh, tend to embrace uh, that uh, that collectivist model uh, because uh, many of them are have been educated in a university setting in which they have taken that uh, indoctrination to heart and they they truly feel that government is uh, the provider of all good and all benefits or should at least be the uh, default provider, which essentially, uh, you know, puts it in uh, the key position. So I think there's a lot of that. Nan Hayworth, awesome as always. Thank you, ma'am. Equally awesome, sir, to uh, extend that to you. And thank you. It's always my privilege. Thank you, ma'am. Practice with your weapon. Practice with your weapon. I understand what it takes to be good with a weapon, and I understand what it's like to watch your skills erode over time because you don't practice, because I have done both. I went through a long period when I got out of the Marine Corps, I just wasn't shooting anymore, and I told all myself the same excuses you tell yourself. I'm too busy, it's too expensive, I don't have any money, I can't afford this, I can't afford to do that. Those skills go away if you don't maintain them. But there is a better solution out there now with ammo costs being what they are. I mean, forget about just the costs, the scarcity of it. I can't find ammo in the quantities I want it anymore. I don't have to. I have an iTarget now. In the caliber of your choice, you go to iTargetPro.com. They'll get you the caliber of your choice. They'll send you a laser bullet 
You place it in your weapon. They, they send you a target with it. It's all very easy. And you practice with your real weapon in the comfort of your home without spending a dime on ammunition or range fees. It's that cool. iTargetPro.com. That's iTargetPro.com. Do not forget. Use the promo code JESSE. I'm going to save you a pile of money. We'll be back. We need to talk about cougars. First of all, stop. It's a family show. Second of all, I want you to watch this video, and then we're going to have a little wilderness survival talk, you and I. No, go away. Go away. No. No. You, dude. Holy... Where's my gun? Okay. This is when I... No! Get the f*** away! Stupid kitty cat! Holy, come on, dude. I don't feel like dying today. Ah! That was difficult to watch. Let's go over a couple things here really quickly before I go change my shorts. One, step one, if you're involved with a mountain lion, take this, put this down, unless actually you have the custom Jesse Kelly cover, then you may show that to the mountain lion. There's a chance it could be so intimidated, it turns and runs off. In fact, you may want to try that. But in any other circumstance, take the phone, set the phone down. Take the phone, set the phone down. I don't understand this these days. And don't get me wrong, I'm on social media too. I have to do it for all this work stuff. I'm on Twitter and Instagram and all that. So I have to take pictures and stuff occasionally. This thing where people just film everything, I'll, it blows me away in these life and death scenarios. Put the phone down. Get a stick or a rock or something. That's step one. Step two. A mountain lion is just a lot bigger version of a cat. Now, I hope from the bottom of my heart as an anti-pet guy, I hope you don't actually own cats because if you do, it says a lot about you. However, I know that many of you do. It's just a bigger version of that cat. And what you need to understand about cats is this. Cats chase down prey that's running away from them. That's what cats do. If you turn and run, or back away and do that stupid little, did you hear the hissing thing he was doing? If you do that, you're going to die. Don't do that. I understand you're going to be scared. If you're ever confronted by a mountain lion like that, hold your shirt or your coat above your head and make yourself as big as humanly possible, as big as humanly possible, and then make yourself as loud as humanly possible and run at it right at it as if you're hunting it it will turn and sprint the other direction 100 percent of the time that is how you take care of yourself with a cat i do need to stress though this advice is not applicable in any way to grizzly bears they're going to eat you no matter what you do 
A big cat, though, above your head, loud, run at it. How do you think all those African tribes for years killed lions routinely with wooden spears and rawhide shields? People who hunt lions today use these gigantic caliber rifles to mow them down. How do you think the African tribes did it? Oftentimes they did it in groups. They did it making tons of noise and running right at them. It's a big cat. That's a little wilderness survival for all of you. And last but not least, at the beginning of that video, I didn't show you the whole thing. It was too long. The man approached that mountain lion. I don't, I don't know how to say this any clearer. I grew up in Montana. I understand so many people grew up watching nature shows, or maybe it was too many cartoons. Maybe it's, maybe it's moms overly involved and dad not involved enough. I need to stress this point to you. Wild animals are not pets. Wild animals are not pets. Do not approach them. It turned out that was a mother. She had her little little babies there. They're going to go after you about a thousand percent of your time as mothers do when they're protecting their young. Don't be an idiot and leave it alone. But of course, I guarantee I know what happened. He saw it and thought, oh, this will be perfect for Instagram and almost got himself killed. So there. I bet you didn't expect some wilderness survival tips with Jesse tonight, but clearly many of you need to know. All right, we'll do it again tomorrow. You don't have to dip forever. You know that, right? You don't have to smoke forever. And the reason I say it like that is I have been that guy. I, I've been that guy, I dipped for so long, and what would happen is I would decide I'm gonna quit. Ah, oh, it's bad for me, I'm gonna quit. I'm a man, I don't need any help, I'm just gonna quit cold turkey. And I would fail time and time and time again. I tried things like the patch, that didn't work. Gum, sunflower seeds, I, I tried it all. It's just a matter of finding the right thing to help you quit. That's Jake's Mint Chew. Go, put in your dip. Just make sure it's Jake's Mint Chew. It's tobacco-free, it's nicotine-free, it's even sugar-free. And I highly recommend, just a personal choice, I highly recommend their CBD pouches because it really helps take that extra edge off. Get a jakesmintchew.com. That's jakesmintchew.com. Make sure you use the promo code JESSE at checkout. When you do that, you get 10% off. If you are an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be part of your investment portfolio. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you may be able to structure your investment to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax-advantaged income investments available. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. You may be able to reduce your tax liability while investing in a sector that historically delivers sound returns. Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com today. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn.
four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest Toothpaste, Secret Deodorant, Old Spice Deodorant, or Gillette Razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation supports America's greatest heroes, U.S. service members and first responders who die or are catastrophically injured in the line of duty and homeless veterans. The Foundation's Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs honor the sacrifices made for us by the men and women who risked their lives and bodies for our country and our communities. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America with over 80 runs walks and climbs a year and dozens of golf outings and barbecues the tunnel to towers 9-11 institute educates kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about america's darkest day while helping our nation keep its vow to never forget more than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to tunnel to towers goes to its programs never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes donate 11 dollars a month to tunnel to towers at t2t.org that's t the number two t.org an official message from Medicare. A new law is helping me save more money on prescription drug costs. Maybe you can save too. With Medicare's Extra Help program, my premium is zero and my out-of-pocket costs are low. Who should apply? Single people making less than $23,000 a year or married couples who make less than $31,000 a year. Even if you don't think you qualify, it pays to find out. Go to ssa.gov extra help. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services.